This NBA season, Mountain Dew is all about the threes, the shot that's changing the game. Vince, if you had to pick one player that was your favorite three-point shooter of all time, who would you pick? If I had to only pick one player, I'm definitely going to pick Ray Allen, um, somebody I've played against in high school and college and just watched him progress. He was great in college and now is just an NBA legend. I mean, there's some greats in the game currently, but I have to go with uh, the great Ray Allen. Brought to you by Mountain Dew, the official beverage of the NBA. Do the do. The Google Assistant is ready to help you get more done with just your voice. In the car, at home, and everywhere you take your phone. Hey Google, how many points has Vince Carter scored in his career? Here's what I've got for Vince Carter, an all-time total of 25,505 points. A little help, hands-free. Just say, hey Google, to get started. Hello and welcome into Winging It, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm your host, Annie Finberg, joined by my co-host, Mr. Vince Carter. VC is in the house. <laughs> and today I'm feeling like I'm bleeding Carolina blue because we are joined by two-time NBA All-Star, NBA Sixth Man of the Year, National College Player of the Year, and many, many more, Antoine Jameson. How you guys are doing? I don't have the, the cool intro as VC in the house, but... I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> Does that make you think of Jeremy? Yes. <laughs> we had we had Jeremy Lynn on here last year uh-huh. and we were closing out the episode and I was like, I'm out. And Kent signed off and Vince was like, BC out. And Jeremy just sat there and like looked all around. He goes, Jeremy, <laughs> like in a very high pitch. Yeah, he was like, because he was like, uh, Jeremy, like, wait, what? Uh, when's got, the first time he, he got nervous? VC in the house. It's like, you know, the late night. And his, his voice is <laughs> very awesome. Yeah, the late night storm, you know, the yeah, top yeah. 25 love songs. I mean, that's, you kind of had that vibe he going does. on, buddy. Yeah. Anyways, we are so uh, glad to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm happy when we, to be here. Uh, we were just in Detroit and we saw you. You are a scout now, or player personnel, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Not a scout anymore. No, not with, not in scout, but the the role is kind of the same. Uh, it's a little bit more defined, but, but I'm still doing a little bit of scouting too. So yes, because is that what you were doing in Detroit with scouting? Somewhat. My my role uh, as far as pro personnel get as much intel as possible. So a lot of my work is done before the game. During the game, we have scouts who scout the game, and there was another scout from the Wizards that was there. And they pretty much do the things that occur during the game. So uh, before the game, a lot of my work is done after the game somewhat. But uh, I was there to see my friend Vince play and, you know, the season's getting started. So just up and running and uh, enjoying the new role and, um, you know, just trying to have fun doing it as well. I feel like you guys obviously have spent a lot of time together and you have similar, (laughs) (laughs) you have kind of a similar like take in the league. Every person that went up to you, like had the biggest smile on their face because we were standing in the hallway ready, going to go out on the court and everyone who dapped you up was like so happy. They were like, oh man, he's here. He's here. And then Vince comes out and Vince acting like he's not super geeked, but he was so excited to see you. So I feel like it's something about you too that a lot of people love. Uh, We've been around a long time, so. That's true. And I mean, we we both started our career uh, around the same time. And, you know, everywhere, even now that I go, you know, can you believe Vince is still playing? 
you know, you know, I know you guys are still close and like, you know, what do you think about it? So getting drafted the same year, getting traded for one another, pretty much our whole career overlapped, went to the same college. You know, a lot of our success, you see a lot of people say, man, I remember you guys was on that Carolina team that didn't win it. And that was probably one of the best teams that, you know, never won it. But I always remember Vince and and yourself as well. Vince, go ahead and introduce our special guest. There's just Carolina everywhere. Our third uh, member of our crew will be Adamola Okolaja. Welcome to the show. I know you're fresh in town. Hey, how y'all doing? But, Insert uh, applause, as Kent would say. Yes. This this group right here, I tell you, um, I remember coming in as a freshman. And, you know, one of the, the many nights that we played pickup, and I'm, I'm going to tell a story, then I want you to go from there. Uh, remember <laughs> New Year's? New Year's Eve. What year? This is probably be our wow, sophomore. This is going into our sophomore year, wasn't it? So like 96? Oh, what year? Like, yeah, yeah. 90s going in. Yeah. Okay. Playing pickup and uh, Adamola over here <laughs> gets him a win right at New Year. Remember that? <laughs> no, it's hilarious. Because I don't remember what happened. What happened? Well, I tell you, it's hilarious because I was on Friday. I was in Carolina and I had a podcast and then there was... That story also came up. You had a podcast in 96? No. Oh, it's just recently. Oh, okay. <laughs> today, I, don't like, I don't remember I that. Know, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, y'all quickly notice that Antoine a little slower sometimes. Yeah, know? just a little when it comes to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was New Year's. And um, as many times we didn't go all party and do all the other stuff, we were focused on winning. And... We all went to the gym, New Year's, and Antoine try, trying to have a selective amnesia. I didn't so party did. when I was in college. Exactly. But my point is, you forgot that night that it was New Year's. And in the first two games, I won. And I just was trash talking the whole time. It's like, how can you start a new year with two L's? I remember it. Yeah, he see, it's still now. As he said, two, I got selective memory because I do not recall that. It's no problem. It's, yeah. it's no problem. But, but, but you know. You beat. Both of y'all. Okay. Yeah. To start the year off. Yeah. But I, I have to admit, I have to admit, Please. that was the um, first and only time that... Antoine dunked on me like he <laughs> like like real dunk. Yeah, you right, know, right, right. you you know by. you you fly. You know, we all know you flew left, right, and then you know <laughs> you're in the vicinity. You're just like wow. But he really backed me down one time and like really dunked on like bomb. So I have to admit that. But at the okay. end, I got the. Do you w. remember that? <laughs> that when you remember. I kind of do remember. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but so but, memory, I told you, it comes yeah, in it's, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, I know it's going really good. So um, yeah, but I admit that. But at the end, I got the W. Yeah, it was a fun night. It was started the year out well. And that's how we. It was always competition between us. I mean, like for, I remember first walking on campus. I knew Antoine uh, from Myrtle Beach. That's yeah. Right. And he had already committed your junior year. You committed to um, Carolina. And he was like, yeah, you might, you should, might, you should just go ahead and come to Carolina as well. I was like, all right. You know, I look into it and took my visit and the rest was history. And then and we didn't know anything about Automola. No, yeah. And then Automola comes to town. Coming around and yeah. From Germany. And we're just like, okay. And he's like, hey, man, what's happening? And here we are ever since. So um, for you, Antoine, this guy signed his I junior year. Well, I committed well, come, sorry, after my committed. sophomore year. Yeah, going into your rising year. Going into my year. And uh, the biggest thing for me, I had really? just moved from Louisiana to North Carolina. And it was you just... You were like number one, like you were like top five in, 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 in America at the time. 
Yeah, yeah I, I mean, you end up being one or two, so them, okay. you know. Okay. But um, I, I wanted to go to a college that was close to where my parents were staying at in Charlotte. The ACC was definitely, you know, top choice. You know, you had Duke, Carolina State, Georgia Tech was in Atlanta. Uh, you had Maryland that was in the D.C. area. And uh, I visit Georgia Tech, South Carolina, NC State. And it's funny, I went to Duke and I was like, you know, this, the atmosphere was nice. This might not be too bad. I was like, you know, this, this might be it for me. But I finally got the opportunity to go to Carolina and it was just that feeling of everything was just perfect. You know, the campus was great. Coach Smith, the coaching staff, you have that feeling of this is where I belong. And uh, once I, uh, you know, went to uh, Chapel Hill and the Dean Dome, I was just like, this is the place for me as, as a sophomore. And I was like, this is where I'm going to go. Meanwhile, I was clueless. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was <laughs> it was what, our junior year that we saw each other, right. the beach ball classic. Right. And it was like, I remember I seen uh, Coach Ford and he was like, hey, we got another guy that might be your teammate. And like Vince Carter, I'm like, and I've heard of this, this guy before. And I remember seeing them play the game before. And I'm just like, you know, it'd be nice to be teammates with him. And it's funny because I remember your mom was there. We started yep, talking. Yep. And she started asking me about, you know, what you think about Coach Smith? And, you know, have you been to the campus? I don't know about sending my baby from Florida up to North Carolina and this and that. I'm like, you know, Mama Carter, I got him, whatever you need. I made sure nothing happened, but you know, Vince and I just started clicking just from the from the get go. We started just talking and just throwing ideas and like, you know, it might be good to be teammates and stuff and so forth. And it's been twenty some years. And you seen in Detroit when you see us, I mean, we like kids. We sitting there laughing and joking, mm-hmm. the same thing with Adam Oz just walked into the house. It just bring us back to that, you know, we were f- genuine friends, you know, then and and, and still now. But it's something about people you meet throughout your lifetime that you know you're going to have a connection with, you know, long before you leave Carolina or your career is over with. And that's kind of the vibe that Vince and I had. And uh, once we got to Carolina, you had this this guy from Germany who he, he was entertaining, but uh, he competed. And the thing I will say that when we all three were together, whether it's in the gym or in practices, or we always meal. brought out the best of each other. Man, we sat in that little and two-seater. We, oh, we had to call, I mean, <laughs> they called us the Three Musketeers because everywhere we, we were labeled went, the Three Musketeers. Yeah, everywhere we went, it, it was you saw one, you saw Vince, Adamola, and Antoine. And, you know, we brought out the best of each other when we was at Carolina and you know, still to this day with our kids, we're always checking up. You know, Adam O's a little different because he lives in Germany, but some time have, have went by before, you know, we connected. But when we get together, it's just like 1995 on the campus at in Chapel Hill. It seems like it. You guys are all like killing each other and laughing and it's all that. It's just organic. I mean, it's just the conversations and, and, and the discussions we would have all the time, like in that, like I said, that that first month, and I remember the storm nights when we had, we had a storm. We were sitting there, and like sitting in the uh, that little rec room, the car table, and just having people and just having conversations and just competition and just always. And, and Corey, <laughs> CB, shout out to CB, uh, you know, just having guys in there. And we just had these kind of conversations that lasted into wee hours in the morning, just because it was just stimulating each other, like for, through through conversation and just educating us because like prior to I'd been to Mannheim 
uh, once before, but like, here's a guy, you get like a history lesson every day from, from Germany. You know, we hit, we hit it off. It's like, okay, can he play? And then, man, this guy can play. I mean, he goes hard. Like, our team's going to be good because No, no, here's why. Because prior to us getting there, Carolina was unreal. Yeah. Jerry Stackhouse, Rashid Wallace, Jeff McGinnis, that team there left. And, you know, there was always the what if. Like, just imagine our our group of guys with that group. Mm-hmm. It had been unfair. So it was just, you know, you know, we didn't know. And all of a sudden, our team in two years, like we were in the final four. Yeah. And then we ended up back to back years, which we should have two championships. Yeah. First year, didn't even think we were going to make that didn't magic make 20, U, 20 wins. And then we That's did right. that. You remember then, when we lost the first three uh, ACC games? Yes. Oh, yes. They were doing And it was that. going around talking about, uh, it's a football school now. This ain't no basketball school. Yes. And then you proved them. Yeah, it was somebody was, from Kansas that they sent on our, on our floor that day. But I they mean, did we, what? I was just joking. Yeah. <laughs> Between the two of y'all, Antoine and Vince, being drafted, obviously we'll get to the draft story later, but you guys being <laughs> so close in where you got drafted and you being named college player of the year. I know you guys obviously compete in practice and stuff, but did you guys ever compete with each other as far as like when you were going to be drafted and who's winning what award and all that? Not not for me. <laughs> nah, nah, it, it wasn't really like that. It was more so like, I, I tell you when he won that award, it was just like, we all won it just because of the nights that we played. Like we want, I, we wanted to see him succeed. We, yeah. we wanted to see him succeed vice versa. So, when we're out there on the court, they, they, you, y'all remember me in college when people used to hit people who was right there ready to go at it. You know, I was right there. That's just kind of how it was. It was more so like. And that's a test of Coach Smith as well, absolutely. because we, we really had the team concept and, and binding to the team and doing the thing that's going to, you know, bring a championship to Chapel Hill. It wasn't any individual accolades or I had this amount of rebounds. It was like we beat Duke. Yeah. It mm-hmm. wasn't. Right. I had a certain amount of points. So Vince had this highlight. It was collectively we did it, and that was the the attitude and the and the mind frame. Because the one thing you respect about whether it's before our time or after our time, every Carolina Letterman went through the same type of practices that we went through. Yeah, every Carolina did the conditioning test. So we all you know been through that. The Michael Jordans did it. The James Worthy. The the George Lynches. And it was, everybody's always like, what is it about Carolina that you guys are so close? Even with Coach Williams now, mm-hmm. I mean, he learned a lot from Coach Smith and he still to this day have the same type of, you know, mindset and his practices are run the same way, the thought of the day before every practice and stuff like that. So I can relate to the guys that are at Carolina now because they are going through the same things that we went through as well. So you guys obviously played for Dean Smith, right? Mm-hmm who he at Kansas played for Fog Allen. Fog Allen, yep. Which is obviously Allen Fieldhouse, who he, before that, played for James Naismith. Yeah. Like, that's crazy basketball that's history, lineage. Yes. Like, yep. that's insane. Yes. That's insane. Did you guys, I mean, obviously you understood at the time right. how, how crazy that was playing for Coach Smith? Oh, yes. But I'll tell you the, the, the craziest thing about it all, and I know you guys can attest to this, is that Coach Smith's memory and lineage of basketball yeah. was unreal. He could sit here... And he would talk about photographing moment. like like it happened yesterday from the 60s. You know, like I remember it was four seconds left and we ran this play. Wow. This is what happened. Like you'd sit here like, how, how do you remember that? You know, we talk about 30 years You're later. You're kind of like that too, though. Nah, I mean, like I'm him. sure not to the same extent, but Vince can be like, oh, yeah. Like, we'll have a guy on and he'll be like, oh, my favorite Vince Carter memory is this. And Vince's like, oh, yeah, yeah. When we played the Wizards, it was a December 7th. 
kind of a night. So he's kind of <laughs> like that too. Maybe it rubbed off on you. Maybe, but like it was, it was unreal. But yeah, it was just playing for Coach Smith was just like, you, you didn't understand it in the beginning, you know, and, but as you go through it, you learn the game of basketball, you learn the game of life, you become a man. Like he, regardless of the players that were there, had a father figure or not, every player considered Coach Smith a father figure. Mm-hmm. Regardless. It was more than in basketball. It was yeah, about yeah, life. And, and, I mean, it was the first thing because you got these 17, 18 year olds leaving their families for the first time. Mm-hmm. And the first impression is about for us when we first got to Carolinas, it was all basketball. But when you left Carolina, it was about education. It was about family. I remember Coach Smith was like, You talk to your mom today. And I'm like, No, Coach, I'm in college. You know, call your mom right now. Just check on her. And, and little stuff like that. And you, as you get older and you have kids, you like understand where he was coming from. Some of the things that he was trying to teach us then, I'm teaching to my kids now, and I get it. So it was more than just about basketball. It was about treating people with respect. Coach Smith used to always say, like, Antoine, Vince, Ida, you're no different than our managers on a, on a team. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be taller and more athletic, but everybody here is collectively on the same level. And you see that because once we, Vince and I, and I had made the transition to the next level, we were so much prepared for the NBA life. The way we practiced was like NBA practices. The way we had to be 15 minutes early on the bus, you know, it was... That's crazy because he's still the first one on the bus. Oh, yeah. I'm like, still to this day, like... years later, he's still the later. first one yeah. on the bus. And I, 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 I tell a lot of people, I've, I've never taken a second bus in my career. Me neither. Really? To me, I had to be the first one on the court to get my shots out. I, I couldn't felt rushed. Everything had to. I'm saying, I, I took Detroit, it to, he was I, the first one on the I took on. it to Germany too. I was always the first one out there because I wanted the empty court. This is yeah. quiet. Let me shoot. And then I was like, oh, why are, you, why are you so early? I'm like, hey, I'm getting my shots up, focus, getting ready. And, uh, you know. It's easier to have well, your moment and be yeah, in the Also moment. with Dean Smith, it was just, he was so humble. This, what, he, what I will never forget is that he is a superstar. He is the yes. program yeah. for us, at least. And then he the man had he, a building named after him and he was alive. Yeah. Exactly. And but he, then he comes to us and he says, thank you, Vince. Thanks, Tuan. Yes. Thanks, Ademola. You are the reason we are successful. I'm, I'm looking at him like, no, what, 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 you, you, I what? <laughs> you're you. <laughs> I mean, because he, and it was but it was sincere. It was not a line. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, that's why I always said whenever Whenever I get a call from that man, I don't matter where I am and what I'm doing, I'm letting everything go and mm-hmm. getting on the next plane or car or whatever, and I'm going there. He said, Ademola, come. He doesn't yeah. even tell me what. Because he would have done the same thing for us. And he yeah. did the same did. thing for us. When yeah. we ever needed something or somebody fell on hard times, he was the first one that would do anything And he made possible. sure he'd have the, the right people around that person yeah. in that area to make sure that they got what they don't see that. Need. At all. No. In today's society. And but, real quick, the other thing that he couldn't stand, he didn't like when they would say Dean Smith in the North Carolina Tar Heels, could not stand it. He didn't like that or he didn't like when people like try to hype yourself up. Now I'm learning so much about you right now. This he is crazy because he's like that too. Yeah. Vince hates being the center of attention. He doesn't want it to. This is crazy. You got <laughs> well, it all from Coach Smith. Me, you remember the, the freshman year? Oh yeah, that was different. <laughs> yeah, but we, but but no, no, I'll tell you one thing. Like when we played, I mean, everybody was freshman, but it was like when we went out and like music started playing, who, who wanted their attention? Who was the first one on the dance? I was right to get <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was the first one on the dance. 
first one and last one, he had his shirt off. Oh, it was man. Middle, that's a Florida kid. Yeah, exactly. It was that man. music background kicked in. That music started playing. I'm like, where's Vince? I'm like, oh, yeah, still the Florida right girl, right in the dead center, right, out of control. Yeah. But it, it did change because I remember our first game, a blue and white game, when you went he on. He took a bow. And he took a bow. Yeah. And, and then that was, that was the last time. Ever. Ever. <laughs> what are you doing? And then and Coach it's Smith. It's not about you. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> that was, I would say one thing. He never, he never used profanity. He never yelled. But he would always find a way to, to put you in check. Quick. I mean, one time we was watching film and I shot a three-pointer and he was like, Jameson, is that a good shot? And I'm like, Coach, I was open. Yeah, there's a reason why you was open. Don't do it no more. I'm like, okay, should I shoot it or not? But, I mean, we learned so much from him. And still to this day, that's why we're able to be the way that we are with one another because it was the most important time of our lives away from our family. And our parents and our family entrusted this one individual. And he took us, in my eyes, which was the most, you know, important steps as far as making that transition from a boy to a man. And we learned so much in that process. And it seems like today's college players, for the most part, are not like this. You know, like there's the stars of the team and it's about that guy. It's not about, like you said, we all won the college player of the year. Like you guys won it as a team because you won it. But now it's like, it's about that one guy and the one player. And isn't it? Mm -hmm. Is that right? I mean, maybe not Carolina, but other big schools. We also got to think about this. It's the times are different. The mentality is different. Like, I don't think we were thinking about leaving after, I mean, your, our first year and trying to get to the NBA. It wasn't, right. I mean, we had too much fun with each other, uh, uh, and enjoyed each other's company, enjoyed playing the game of basketball. It was fun. Playing. Like we were in one of the best college basketball towns in the country. Before I had kids, the, 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 the funnest and the most important memories I ever had was in college, those three years. But it was also the competition. Yeah. Their guy stayed three, four years. Right. Now it's the one and done. Yeah. But it's also we could enjoy to a certain degree that life a little bit more because there was not the cell phone. It was not the social media. Oh, so true. when you went with Vince was in the middle of the dance floor, there were not 20 or 50 right. cameras in front of you like, oh, he's without a shirt. What is he doing? No, great. it was the people who were in the club. <laughs> Thank goodness. Knew it, and they talked about it, but it never left. And they knew it every time. They're like, all right, when he comes in, uh, look out. Did you guys like page each other? Did you have a pager? I don't even know. No, we was on the same floor. In the first year, first half a year, we were in the same room. We were in the suite mates. That's right. Yeah. We was Corey, you, Antoine, and, and, and me. Yeah. And we shared the bathroom and the shower. And I, had, I had an 85 Buick Skylark. Ooh, oh, lead I wasn't left, supposed lead to have left, it. And we bagged that thing And up. when I say like, and I say whenever, me. and that's the difference now. When I go back to these colleges, like, it used to be three or four o'clock in the morning, and we was in the gym working out. Our freshman year, I remember, it was like, the, the first day we got on campus until practice, because once we started practicing, we needed a break, but it was three or four o'clock every single night we was in the gym just working out. Is somebody knocking on the door? Like, ready? Oh, let's out of mode, let's go. I'm ready, and <laughs> let's go. It was either to go get something to eat or it was to go to the gym, and, and that was it. Usually the door was open. Yeah, the door was yeah. Back. Unless, back. you know, I used to do it number two. He used to have that music <laughs> so loud. Oh, what'd you say before that? I forgot. <laughs> Selective amnesia. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, yeah, him, him and Corey with that Florida oh, bass. music is so loud. I'm like, <laughs> Vince. Man, Vince. And you always knew Corey. when stuff was going to go down because the slow music started playing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, uh, Corey, man. Let's leave. Let's get some food, Corey. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Corey? Let's talk about the draft a little bit. Obviously, Antoine was drafted right before you, Vince. Mm-hmm. And I was reading an article, and we talked about this earlier, that you tried to warn Vince that you guys were about to get traded for each other. Is that correct? It, it was funny because I don't remember where our tables were. At. We were next to each right, other. Right, it was something. To, yeah, you were sitting like... And my agent was right time. next to me. My agent like, don't get used to this hat. I think you're getting traded. And I think it might be for Vince. So I kind of knew. But my parents and your table too, and they called my name, and my mom and dad was like, "Toronto, yeah, that's you, that's how I was." And I turned to work out for Toronto. Didn't work out for Toronto. And I'm like, "Don't worry about it. Just give me a hug. I'm about to get traded." And and, and meanwhile, Vince, I'm like, "Cause Vince came over and gave me a dap, and I'm like, I think we're getting traded for one another." So I kind of knew what was going on. Oh, you said that when you gave me the W, you already said that. Yeah, because my age was right, right when he was going him. up. So and I was like, congratulations. He's like, I think I'm about to get traded. Because Golden State felt like Dallas was going to make a trade with Toronto for me. So Golden State was like, they had a deal with Toronto 4 or 5. They said, we'll pick Antoine for us. We get y'all cash. And get I, know, I knew the trade. I knew everything. Yeah. But I mean, that split second. So before, my agent knew it. I'm going to Dallas Vince up, you know. And then I was like, look, I think I'm getting traded for you. And then when I took so, David Stern hands, he was like, you getting traded. So the funny thing about it, so now that's going down. They're up there. So he, you did your interview right after. Yeah. I get called up and we're putting the hats on, whatever, whatever. Shake, I mean, hug my parents, go up there, shake David Stern's hand. So at, right before I'm going to shake David Stern's hand, Twan is standing at the bottom of the steps. And I looked, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. He was like, it's about, like, he's like saying it's about to happen. I'm like, what? What are you saying? Like, <laughs> what? Like, I was like, huh? You know, it was like, it felt like, yeah. I was like, bro, I don't have time. I got to go shake the man's hand. So I'm going to shake his hand. And then he, so he says, <laughs> he says, uh, wait right here. It's about to be a trade. So I was like, all right, I step back. I said, dang, somebody about to get traded. <laughs> It was uh, you. Now I'm in a trade. <laughs> Antoine Jameson. Oh, for Vince Carter. Like, oh, that's what you were saying. We're getting traded. Yeah. He wasn't lying. And that's how it happened. It was, a, it was he's like, I told you. I was like, I didn't hear you. So you had it was no just, clue. It was like a, it was like life. Like, cause it didn't make sense to me. It's like, you didn't work out for them. Right. So, but that you didn't think like, oh, maybe something is getting he moved said, around I was here? like, oh, okay, we'll see. You know, I'm still like, man, he just got traded. This is crazy. Like, and normally you just, NBA now. You worrying about getting drafted. You know, That's, you know. exactly. And then, you know, yeah. trades happen. Like, but before then, I, I never really, uh, you know, noticed people getting traded while they getting drafted. Right. So when I first heard it, I was like, I said, okay. So I get up, my mom and dad like, Toronto, we didn't. I'm like, calm down, give me a hug, we good. But like you say, you're getting drafted too. And a lot of emotions. All those moments of, of working out and now you in a position to take care of your family. And then on top of that, the knucklehead you've been friends with for the last three years, you get, that's you get, you traded, get traded for. for. It was like, <laughs> and no matter what, you guys are going to be intertwined for the rest of your career because you went to college together, your best friends, and now you got traded on the same, you know, on draft day. So it was just like, yeah, I'm going to have to deal with you for the rest of my life now. But but I mean, I wouldn't want it to have happened to any, you know, with anybody else but Vince because because it, it makes was for a genuine. crazy story. They're like, "Yo, yeah. that's crazy!" Like yeah. three years of what we've gone through and experience to reaching our goal to become a professionals to to go through something like that 
to, to have be treated for each other. Like, yeah. you know, Your best friend at the time getting treated. Yeah. Did you work out for Golden State? Yeah. So you weren't surprised. So you thought maybe you were going there. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I was like, yeah, I, wor- I know I worked out for him. Uh, and I know he worked out for him. Golden State, yeah. But I know he didn't work out for Toronto. So that's why the whole thing was like, this is weird. But the, the other cool thing about it is eventually at one point that of our team, Antoine was in the league. He was in Philly. Uh, Shaman was in Seattle. And Maktar was in uh, Vancouver. And that's at one point, you know, one point, that was five of the, the, the six guys that put, well, I mean, we obviously Brendan, too. then Brendan later on down yeah. the line. But like, the, that, the, it was and just we a had crazy like a thing. seven man, eight man rotation. Yeah. And after Jeff, that one up. year, four of us were, were in the league. Did right Serge there. get drafted and too? Serge was on the Serge team. was, was yeah. Houston, right? Houston. 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 Yeah. Yeah. They were yeah. best friends. Yeah, <laughs> or not. So it's like we were just we were put, just putting guys in league. So it was just cool to obviously go through our college experiences, and the next thing you know, we see each other in the NBA, and and that's kind of how the camaraderie and you know you always they, everybody always hates when they see a Carolina player who, who meets up and before the game we're just showing love and like you know, but it's just the appreciation of what we were taught. I mean, we like we, we went to everybody's wedding. I mean, when kids when people had kids. It was genuine. It wasn't. Even now, we have a group chat, a Carolina yeah. group chat of a probably, what, 75 guys? Yeah. 75? It's, it's, it's probably 75 guys. What years? From James I think Worthy. George Vince. Yeah, James George, Worthy. Yeah, I, uh, until, uh, Sam Perkins is on there. Sam Perkins so until. From Sam Perkins all the way to probably Justin Jackson's, that, that Justin Jackson's year. So any What do you player, guys talk about in this it's, group chat? It's anything. anything I do with Carolina. Just anything. Uh, somebody. Supporting somebody. Birthday. They talked about wow. Danny Green first game the other day. So it's, 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 you know, and that's how we find out about some of the other guys, even the guys that we didn't play with or didn't know the younger guys like Adamo is out in Germany and anything's going on with him. Like you feel like he's right here just like this, like we're back in college because of that chat. You know, it was Mektar, I think, who started that chat. It was one of the best things that ever happened. The last time I talked to George Lynch, I mean, I was in Dallas and I know they were at SMU, but like, I don't see these guys. But now it's just like, if I open my phone now, it's probably like 45 messages on there for just people uh, around the world, just like breaking bread. Like That's cool. You know, it's pretty cool, man. That's a good connection to have. So it was 98. Now we're in 2019 and Vince Carter is still in the league. What do you two think about him still being in the league Breaking the record of having 22 seasons. The, the thing that, that stands out for me is, is not only that it's, it's 22 plus years, but I was talking to him earlier. He's needed. The last four or yep. five minutes of the game, he's pretty much directing traffic, mm-hmm. telling guys to be in this position. And he's productive. Most guys, when they get to 20 some years, they the last guy on the bench, they might see... It's a charity case. Two minutes yeah. after they yeah. up 20 or down 20, but, you know, he's still out there playing. And in my eyes, he can still play another year or two if he wanted Stop to. It. <laughs> and, no, uh, seriously. Because he adjusted, sorry to interrupt you, but he had, and that's, I think, it's a tribute to him as a professional and person. I'm not saying that because he's sitting there, I'm, I'm dead serious. I think it's also just a, a tribute to his family mm-hmm. about Dean Smith. Yeah. That in the beginning, it was Vince Carter, super highlight, period. Yeah. Dunk, that's all I want to see. Now he adjusted his game. He adjust, adjusted yep. his work ethic. He adjusted his skill, everything. He always added, I always called it like the um, Santa Claus bag. Every year he added something <laughs> and it got bigger and bigger. And he, 
Why are you smiling? You did that. Santa Claus bag. No, it was. It's like whatever you want is in the bag. Exactly. Yeah, he I'm got it you. all, and he, he was. You know, verse was only dunking. Then he was slashing, and he, you know, he dunked a bit. Then he was. Then then it was more the passing. Then it was. You know, the now jumper. He plays the four. The preseason game. What do you have? Five in a row. It's like well, because at the beginning, you know, he could shoot, but he was not like sniper. I had to teach him. No joke. <laughs> I appreciate not. you, brother. <laughs> no, uh, no, but it was. Um, it he adjusted his game at all times, you know, and he was. He looks kind of slim, but he was. I remember in the, in the weight room, he was. He's a strong cat, but you know, he he, he was bench pressing a whole lot, um, but he he was always there. He took care of his body. We also the topic we just spoke about. He, he slept. You know, he was. You know, we all had fun, but you knew what time it's. You know. Let me let me time to go home because I'm gonna be on the first bus for you. Right. You know, so it was never the craziness. And I think at least me, I've never heard no crazy stories about neither of y'all in public about the they had social media back then, buddy, because you'd be in trouble. Yes, you would. (laughs) Nah. But I mean, like, let's be honest, like he's probably the most athletic person. I mean, the gifts that he, that he, I mean, think about, people used to tell me all the time, like, was he doing that when you guys were at Carolina? I'm like, look, some of Vince's, <laughs> the greatest highlights I ever seen was in practice. Only us, exactly. He Only used to dunk on like that. six people. Like, I'm like, I mean, he's pretty much, I've been around LeBron, Kobe, and this is guy is probably the most gifted athlete that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but Stretch. He, but is it like you said in practice? And I just spoke about it. It was like you highlight. Remember, and she just said you probably remember that too. It was in practice, and somebody made went to a layup, and you didn't block it. You caught With it. Two hands. Two hands knocked, tipped it twice against the uh, backboard because he was so bored up there in the air. <laughs> well, I'm not finished. <laughs> I'm not so finished. He just took the. Landed. I'm just like, I, ooh, I didn't even. Whoa, whoa, how is it? But then takes two dribbles, looks at me, wings. Watch this. <laughs> yeah. This is all in you know in two seconds. First, I'm still amazed of what you know. He just caught it, you know, at the top <laughs> of the backboard and tipped it against. I'm like, what? Watch this. I want to get him. And I think he got surged. <laughs> and he just took off, like you know, from wherever, and just I was just. Oh my God. And it was, it was something you've never seen. And the dunks that you saw, you know, the best dunk contest ever, he did that in practice he, where he oh. tried dunks because all the things that everybody else saw were quote unquote, the safe dunks, right. the, no, the, the ones, ones I'm going to make. Yeah. But the ones like, oh, let me try something, a little, put a little spice in it. Those the ones he was just like, <gasps> But we couldn't really cheer because we got Dean Smith. Like, right, 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 what are you doing? It's just two points laid up. They used to gas so, me up to to, yeah. just to try stuff, you know, like at nights. Like we just try stuff. Like, What was the craziest? Was do you remember like what happened, what his craziest dunk was in one of those practices? Oh, if, I, if I may start in the practice or in the game? Either one. Oh, for me personally, I definitely, and I wish I had a, a phone back then days, was the slam dunk competition you and Orlando Melendez oh, had after oh, practice. Yes. We were sitting yes. there at the sideline That's like true. little kids. Yes, I remember Only that. the popcorn and the soda was missing. It was like, like it, was, it was unbelievable what kind of dunks they did. And people, if I say, repeat what they did. I cannot repeat what they did because it was dunks that I don't have words for. It was like, what? You know, you can rewind. Right. It's like, 
what just ha- I remember just that Orlando took off the free throw line off with one leg, one leg. and went through the legs. Yeah. And again, this is now 98. It's not, not you know, when uh, J.L. Ryder did it in his leg. It was, it was like, what, what, what did you? Did. And then we're looking at each other. He's who is now Orlando is with the, uh, the uh, Globetrotters. Uh, Orlando could do Orlando. anything off of one leg. Ooh, he had a bionic Vince, leg. Man. on the other hand, was, and he could get up. It was just like, he just gliding. It was just beautiful. Vince, on the hand, could do left and right and two legs. And it just looked a little bit more stronger. But from the height, it was crazy. And he pushed me. He pushed me like he, that's why. That was probably the only person I've seen that like I was, made Vince like. Oh. I was like, oh, I got to really go deep into the bag exactly. and jump like, I mean. I think that the dunk that stands out to me wasn't even a make. He threw it off the backboard. I wanted that one too And we bad. playing against Duke and the atmosphere was just like. I wanted that dunk a little too. Duke too Carolina game, typical atmosphere. We've been talking junk all week. And I think we 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 beat them by like twenty that game. They were number one when we, and we beat number it. two or three or something. Yeah, like that. and then we were we went there. They we were number one. We lost. Yeah, and you know so it was. It was really, our junior year then, wasn't yeah. it? I mean, he threw the ball off the backboard, and when I say this dude took off from like behind the free throw line, and he's leaning with it and just cocking it, and it's just like. I tried to dunk it, it too hard. It took forever, and I'm just like, I tried to dunk it too hard. Ever gonna come yeah, and you down? had to watch out for your head because your head was like above the rim. You know, you <laughs> your head. It was it was the best. But they got a steal picture of him like before he dunking the ball, and it's like the perfect poster. And he ended up missing the dunk, but I mean, you would think he made the dunk because the reaction of it was just. And we ended up getting three points out of it. Do you still have the uh, your high school yeah. highlights? Yeah. Then I'm he, sure like, well, he just showed, he showed old, all of He us. had the whole floor at Granville Towers in our room <laughs> watching it. And I'm just like, I've never seen, and I've, I mean, now my son, he he's on YouTube. He, he sees all these highlights, and I'm just like, it's not impressive. He's like, Dad, we talking about. I'm like, have you ever seen Uncle Vince's high school? <laughs> and I'm like, no. I like, you watch that, you look at this, you just like, this ain't nothing. So like, I mean, I remember at Golden State, I mean, Golden State during the All-Star game. And I'm like, I've seen these already, guys. <laughs> okay, this, this is normal practice for us. But, I mean, you've never, he pretty much rejuvenated the slam dunk contest. And it was like, oh, you just do that. On, coming through traffic with like four or five guys. I used to tell people that. I was like. And the thing, the thing that was so frustrating is that, he, like, I, I had to get up there. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I got up there a little bit. He made it look so easy. Easy, gracefully. And, and I'm jumping high to try to block it. I'm like, yes, I got it. And all of a sudden, I'm like, ah. <laughs> he just Everybody like, ooh, he got you. And I'm just like. That was you talking about the Golden State game? I'm just talking about period. Uh, Did you dunk on him when I you guys played against State, each other? The one time. Oh, the Golden State game. I'm like, here's don't the hurt thing. my feelings. Here's the one thing. We were sitting at the elbow. I said, <laughs> don't go for this. He did tell me. So like, you warned it was, him. It was literally, at, yeah, it was like. You know, it's our first year. I'm like, hey, bro. He's you know, on every there. Gatorade commercial. So, like, He's on Doug. I'm like, man, no, I'm, to me, don't go for this. I know your moves. At the elbow. <laughs> yeah. At the elbow. And it's like a step up, spin lob. And they just threw the ball there. And I'm like, oh, I got this. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> took it out of my head. Man, I told you. <laughs> my teammate's like, don't you know that he can do that? I'm like, yeah. Uh, so speaking of Washington, I want to ask you a few more questions. Uh, Antoine, you we talked to Vince about what obviously a defining moment of his career is when he got the call that he was being traded and you being such a highly touted player and you got traded a few times. Do you remember what that feeling was, what those phone calls were like? Vince, obviously, you said you woke up from a nap like he remembers all of it. You know what? I remember um, when I got traded from Washington 
to Cleveland, it was a little different because the team was struggling and Cleveland was looking for that one player to like take them to the next level. And is that when you hit back to back fifties? I was at Golden State. That yeah. was a long time ago. Oh, okay. And I remember that I the GM came down and said, look, I don't want to leave you. I don't want you to leave, but I know it's an opportunity for you. If you, I know you want to win a championship and give me an okay, I'll make it happen because you deserve that. And I was like, look, I'm tired of losing. Make it happen. And I got traded. But the one trade that stands out, and this is kind of like, it kind of did it for me because I remember I was with the Clippers. And I said, Doc, you don't have to play me. I just want an opportunity to win a championship. That's it. I don't worry about it. We're going to use you like Mike Miller. We're going to sit you down for the first half and play the second half, whatever the situation. So we're on a plane going to Memphis and we were supposed to take off around like two o'clock. It's like 4.30. And we're like, why the plane not taking off? What's going on? Oh, the weather's bad in Memphis. You know, it's, it's a weather delay. By the time we got our phones, everybody's looking at our phones. Hey man, it's 75 degrees in Memphis right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, God. So I'm like... So Matt Barnes is on the plane. And Matt like, don't worry about it, y'all. They're trying to trade me. That's what it's all about. It was right before the trade deadline. So Matt Barnes on the train. Yeah, they go ahead and get it over with. I'm ready. And all of a sudden, I was sitting next to Byron Mullins. And he was like, hey, Killer, you just got traded. And I was like, who? He said, you just got traded to Atlanta. I said, what? So I called my agent. I said, Matt, did I just get traded? Matt was like, what are you talking about? He said, hold up, let me call the league. He called the league. He called me back. He like, yeah, you just got traded. So we on the plane. So I'm like, so I get up. I go talk to Doc. I said, Doc, did y'all just trade me? Yeah, yeah, we just trade you. But you know, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like change it. I'm like, how you gonna change the trade? Like, how you gonna change the trade as you sit here? You like, you know, the general manager too. So I'm like, if I got traded, let me get off the plane. He said, you don't want to fly to Memphis and just go. I like, no, get me off the plane. So Ashley was on the plane too. So I'm sitting there, the a trainer gets off the plane, gets my bag, CP, Blake Griffin, all those guys are like, God, dog, he just got traded. And the thing for me was like 16 years in, I'm not worried about playing time. I made all my money. I'm just trying to chase a ring. And that was the reason. That's the thing that you asked early, like, what was the point that you got to where you was just like, I'm done. And like I said, I gave him all in practice, in the games, 16 years, I'm away from my family. And that point, I'm like, it could have been done a whole lot differently. You had the opportunity. It's not like he's a rookie and this is his first go around. I've been there and done it before. Just come to me like, hey, man, don't want to make it happen. The only want to save some money. You know, we had to trade right. you. But Be straight with me. that was like the wildest thing. Because I hear you hear people all the time, like Harrison Barnes last year was on the bench. Oh, man, during the game. During the game, and he got traded. And I'm sitting here on the bus, on the, on the plane. We're about to take off. And my teammate next to me like, hey, man, you just got traded. And I'm I like, got traded like that. Huh? I got traded like that. Who? Me. Which when? team? Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> I got traded. But, but what happened is I'm sitting in my uh, theater with my daughter and happened to flip the channel. Oh, let me see what's going on on the ticker. Yeah. See my name. That's traded. what happened. Was you, were you in Chapel Hill with, with me when I first got traded from Dallas to Washington and we was watching the draft? It was draft night. I got traded for yes. Devin Harris. Yes. That happened too. So I, I kind of right. knew I was getting yes. traded. I just didn't know when. But right, that right, right, too, right. So. But yeah, I was sitting there and we we're going to have, we had like yeah. five games at home. Guys here, we're going to spend some time, whatever. Traded. 
So I had to figure out how to get her back. Yeah. Yeah. And it was December, December 17th to be exact. And, uh, I remember that one and, uh, had to figure out how to get her back, get bags packed. Oh yeah. I'm going from the East coast to the West coast, uh, you know, figure it out by now. And so it's just, it it was kind of disappointing because of the great year we had the year before. Yeah. Yeah. I went to the final. Uh, no, we, we, that that was the year before that. So we got, we lost in six to, to Boston in the Eastern conference. Yeah. And we were actually pretty good the next year. And all of a sudden. Who was the coach? Still Van Gunny. Oh, uh, that's when doubt. Gilbert. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, Jason Richardson. So me, Gortat, and yeah. um, Petrus go to Phoenix. And then um, Rashard Lewis traded for Gilbert Arenas. So Gilbert is now in Orlando and all that. That was that time. So it was, it was just, I was just like, I've known. You know, oldest for a long time. I was like, "Hey, just tell me." You know, just we're we're, we're trying to go in a different direction because they were trying to keep Dwight. Yeah, that's during that time trying to keep Dwight around. So it was just like, "Hey, just be real. That's it. If that's what you want to do. That's what it is." You know, so and we get it's a business. Yeah, it was a business. Not gonna hurt my feelings. It, it happens to to the best. Mind you, we had shoot around that morning and didn't really practice. It was like they were in. the in meetings the whole time, like, what's up? You know, we just fooling around, go home. You got treated and you didn't even know. You didn't even know it. Welcome to the league. All right, my last question for both of you guys. We have a segment called Welcome to the League where our guests tell us a defining moment for them when they're like, oh, wow, I really made it. And we like the stories where you were embarrassed, but if it was like your first bucket, that's cool too. Or if you you can tell us both. Or both, yeah. Or when you dunked on someone for the first time, whatever it was. But for you for going, you know, overseas or with Philly or whenever it was, and obviously Antoine, your rookie season, when you really realized like I made it to the NBA. The one story that stands out for me, it was – I got a negative and a positive. And the negative ones was opening night. Uh, you know, my mom and dad, I got them front row tickets and we playing against the Houston Rockets. They had Scottie Pippen, Charles Barkley, Akeem Olajuwon. Like I said, number That's four how pick. We are. I'm like, yeah. look. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I'm damn. playing against this is the reason why I was number 33, Scottie Pippen. So, you know, I'm playing against my my childhood, you know, hero and then and, and my role model. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm sitting on the bench, first quarter goes by, and I'm like, I said Vince scored 30, 35 on his opening night. I, like, oh, I, I got to get in my second quarter. Second quarter goes by. I'm sitting on the bench. Third quarter, last 45 seconds. All right, James, get in. Going up for 40 seconds. Charles Barkley gets the ball. And back then, this is when he was jibbing the ball off for like 20 seconds. He said, like, oh, got a rookie on me. Y'all get out the way. And I'm like, oh, he's talking about me. So I mean, <laughs> that would be me. And when I say he put me on his ass and he just started backing me down, I'm just like, Oh boy. And I'm sitting there and double team came. He throws it out. Throw me the ball. This rookie can't guard me. And I'm just like, I got a lot of work that needs to be done. And I think the one moment, you know, seeing Vince and the things that he did his rookie year, rookie of the year, and all his other stuff. And for me, is my second year is when I scored the 51 back to back. And that's when I was like, all the hard work, you know, all the, because it was the first time. You have to like this kind of face adversity a little bit in college, you know, with Coach Smith and like, my, and I, my, my and freshman we was all like, yeah, from high school to college, I never really faced adversity. And that rookie year was, it was challenging for me. So that, that next year, all the work and 
the dedication kind of paid off. And I'm like, oh, you know, you hit 51. That's not bad. And the crazy thing about it is that, you know, they didn't, he wasn't deemed a shooter. I couldn't yeah. shoot the ball, period. I told you, he said, was you open on that three-point? I was like, yeah, coach. <laughs> I was. He was like, there's a reason. <laughs> and next thing you know, he like, he got 51. And then you go the next day, he's like, yeah, 51 again. Wait a minute, is this from last night? No, <laughs> this is somebody else. Like, like that's like, it's not many players in history uh, that yeah. did that. Yeah, so to go from, you know, Charles Barkley putting me on his ass and Scottie Pippen embarrassing me my, my rookie year to like that next year, like finally feeling like all the hard work and, and fighting through that roadblock kind of paid off and I kind of, I belong now, you know. So that was like the two moments that really stands out to me as far as, it's a lot of work that needs to be done from my rookie year to like, okay, I faced that. I broke through the wall. You know, now like, you know, I get the kids out like, you know, they think they, they, they've done it. I said, no, nah, you haven't done it yet, son. You wait till you score 51 back to back. Then you come talk to dad. <laughs> then. Wait till you score 50. <laughs> so those are like the two moments that kind of stands out for me. Well, for me, it's a little different because uh, yes, I was in the NBA, but so I got to talk about practice there. <laughs> no, no, but this is funny because it's one then play with Allen Iverson when he was, you know, mm-hmm. in shape was the year they, they went to the finals. Yeah. So, that's the, and, and again, I was different. You know how, y'all, how they got there, right? They beat somebody, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I missed the shot. <laughs> but I, I was, the shot. there's also, I was a different player. I was more defense oriented. Uh, actually, the, the, when I went, when I, the minute I left Philly, that's when I, became an offensive player because said, oh, this is how it works. And it clicked for me. <laughs> but it was in practice and uh, we switched. We were pick and roll and switch and all of a sudden I'm guarding Alan Iverson. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, he's too quick. He's quick, quick. So I'm like, I got to do something. I just can't stand there. So I just stand I stick my hand out just really quick. And the same time I stick my hand out, he dribbles between his legs twice, whoop, whoop. And I'm just like, this guy is too quick. He was so quick he couldn't foul him. So that was, I was just in shock. I'm like, hey, somebody help me here. <laughs> switch back, switch back. You know what I'm saying? That was one. Abort mission, was, abort. <laughs> yeah, quickly. Yeah. And the second one was uh, Tony Kukoc, um, one of the best European players ever, um, was on my team and I was cutting, you know, I was just cutting through the zone. I was this, you know, I'm a rookie, you know, I just, you know, I'm never getting the ball. I'm just doing my job, cut, pretend like, uh, like if I wish I get the ball right here, it'd be perfect. And I'm not even, not even looking. I'm just like, ha, ah, you know, fake. And the ball is like picture perfect in my hand. And I got the layup for me. That was like, oh, this is NBA. This is, was lots of fun. I think. And also basketball was for me looking back now, and all of us, it gave us so much. It, it allowed us to see the world. It allowed us to put our, ourselves and our family in certain situations. It allowed us so, so many things that many people are never have the opportunity to have. And it all started earlier than that. But the defining moments was when we met at UNC in the towers or in, towers. in the Granville Towers or in, you know, in the Dean Smith Center. And then... Uh, the two Americans and the foreigner. <laughs> I want to add to that. The one thing that was cool about Coach Smith is he allowed us, you know, it was different for you because we played in Charlotte in, in that tournament uh, all the time, but he allowed us to have a home game. So I'm playing for the University of North Carolina and 
we go to small Daytona Beach, Florida to play a home game for me. So every player got to play a home game or as close wow. as possible. That's awesome. For them. I'm, I'm sure your senior year, y'all, y'all played. No, we had it because every, it was a rule every four years. And I remember the sophomore year, we went to Amsterdam. Your sophomore and, year, that's right. Yeah, so it was, it was for Serge you, and, so, yeah, Serge and uh, Dante. School F. Tomorrow, when he played his dad, yeah. also great. Yeah. When he played his dad, that was pretty cool. So we got the opportunity to play in everyone's hometown. I mean, it was every time we would go, went to Charlotte, it was home for you. Uh, uh, you know, it was just one of the craziest things. Like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm playing with the guys that my brothers and, and I get to bring show off, you know, the, the uniform. Cause everybody, I mean, when you like every player or every person who walks in the Dean Smith center, you're wowed by the history, first of all, and the, the Carolina blue colors. When you walk in there, this point blank period, like I listened to your story. Like when I walked into the Dean Smith center, on my unofficial visit. I was like, bro, I just, just want to just walk into the gym before I actually walk into the gym. And I was like, I already knew before I actually met. I, I, bro, look at this, man. Like, how could you, how could you say no? And with that alone was enough. And, but just the history and, and the talent. And, and you just think of, I mean, obviously when you walk in there and the first person, you know, you look for is Michael Jordan, James Worthy, Brad daughter. I mean, you can go on and on and on and to, to now walk into that gym and see your name up there or just to know you've been a part of that history. And now kids who walk into that gym now are a part of the history that we are a part of. You know, some of these guys don't get to play in the final four. We did it twice back to back. Fell short, but like I wouldn't trade that for nothing. And I think going through those experiences in three years is keeping me around. Understanding, learning, learn, knowing the game enough that I can transition from one style of play to yeah. another and still adapt and still be effective. You know, I still love the game enough where I'm willing to do whatever to be effective. Now, that's one thing you ask me all the time. I remember asking you, I was like, hey, this is when I knew you were done. When I said, hey, there's a couple of teams out there to play. Well, you know, what's going on? He's like, I hope they don't call me. <laughs> like, I, I'm I'm not, I'm getting there, not but I'm not yet. quite yeah. you there You know you're yet. there, but you ain't but, there. And, and, you know, so that's why I asked that question in the beginning about when you knew you were done, when, you know, what the feeling, just listen to your story. So how can I'm you say still, this is your last year then? Exactly. Yeah, yeah you, coming, you ain't there yet. Just in the chat. Coming, back, <laughs> coming, back, coming back to the chat, coming back to the chat that, that we I have, the, that. the group we have, last year you said it's my last go around. Remember that? Yeah. You wrote it in there. And then, and then yeah. you, yes, I can pull it up. No, and then, no, uh, and then it, they said, no, this is for real. And I was like, you playing. And like Antoine said, you, you playing. I think last year you had 14 or 17 minutes average. And it's not charity minutes plus or minus 20. It is crunch time. And it's like, and it's not like you hobbling and oh, 10 and nine. It's, no, <laughs> you're balling. You know what I'm saying? It's that. So I'm like, and look. You, Comes a time in yeah. the man's life. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, but you must walk away. Yeah, but you know, Twan and me are now in the life after. Well, he's put himself in a situation too that he's prepared for when he's done what he's going to do afterwards yeah, too. Of course. I mean, yeah, that's, been, that's been my kind of my, my thing for the last couple of years. It's like, hey, you know, this this opportunity to do the podcast uh, with Andy last year was kind of like exciting for me because obviously you guys know I, I want to do some broadcasting and, and just be a part of the game and hopefully one day a part of an ownership group where, you know, we can change lives. And, you know, I, I really want to bring the Carolina way. And, you know, and I, I, th- I really think it would uh, that organization would be successful just because of how 
the expectations and, and, and holding players accountable and the family atmosphere, all that, all that stuff that a lot of teams do. I'm not saying that, but that's kind of one of the things I want to want to do one day. So I'm getting there. I like that. That that's now the new excitement. I mean, I still love playing. They got wisdom on them. Look at him, man. Look at him. Oh, bars, bars, man. Oh, fish, boy. I got bars. Bars. Did, what he was talking about, man. You <laughs> <laughs> grown on the court. You also grow off the court. Hey, you got like, to grow sometimes. I'm, I'm taking notes right now. Like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but seriously, man. so I, I mean, I, I I feel you know. Some days I'm like, man. Yeah, you your moments, basketball. Yeah. You know, and they're coming. Twenty two years frequent. though, buddy. That's that's that's. So I applaud you on that one. I think I'm, I'm ready. You know, I, I I tell you, yesterday, oh, overnight at home was like. I got a question. Did did, did a tear almost come out your eye when they introduced it? I yeah. knew it. No lie. I knew it. I, I was, was like, like, hold up. What, that's that tear about to come man. out of his eyes, Vince. Yeah, I like thought I, that. And I, I typically I, I'm like locked in like yeah. right by that time, but it was kind of like if they just did normal starting lineup. Yeah, they were like, no, and then when 22? I'm getting in the game, yeah, like, he's gonna get he gonna give a rundown. I'm like, <laughs> oh man, like you get, yeah. usually if you get a rundown now, that means that's this is it. That boy said that. I said, I was man, like, like a tear almost breathe, came boy. down his that right said, the right corner right yeah, there. It was showing the right corner too. I was like, breathe. Oh, I'm good. That last home game is going to be crazy. The last home game, the last 10 home games are going to be tough. Because it's like, they they asked me, uh, people after the first game and after the second game, what was it like? What does it feel like? I was like, it's really, right now, it's kind of like... You're going through the motions. You're going through the It's like, I have 80 more. Yeah. But when I have 10 more, yeah, that's the last 10 that you're going to ever play. Yeah. You know, it's easy. It's like, okay, the last 80 that you're going to play, that's a lot. Yeah. The last and you 10. you still almost cried on opening it. night. That's it. Yeah. You know, and, I, and that's kind of what I thought about. I was like, you know, I don't, I don't typically get caught up in this is the last one. Not right now. It's just, but it's opening night and it's exciting. And the energy in the building was like crazy. It was crazy. So it's like, this is the last time I'm going to f- enjoy that. It just really is. So it was close. It, it almost took me down. I almost got on one knee. Needed a moment. Yeah, but I, I got it together. See, they don't do stuff like that at Kansas. Which part? <laughs> Checkmate. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you don't hear stories. That's a good, that's a good ending. Yeah. Yeah. Not since we've been born. Maybe before we was born, you hear stories like that. But they don't do that stuff at Kansas. I will say, obviously, I love Kansas forever and ever. But hearing these stories yeah. about Coach Smith and like the family. There's family. Yeah. Um, so the family, it's a big family. the big family of men over at uh, Carolina, but it's really cool to hear these stories because coach self learned from Roy and, and, yeah. and so on and so forth. But um, yeah, it's cool to hear these stories. I know that the people, especially Carolina fans are going to go crazy over this. So thank you guys so much. Well, we will go ahead and close that as another edition of the winging it podcast. Thank you guys so much for your time. Thank you to everyone for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Give us five stars. Tell your friends about the pod because we want everyone to be listening. All the Carolina fans out there are going to love this. So, guys, thank you again so much. We out. Forced.